0: what's up you guys sean ross sap fightful.com it is september 13th 2021 this is your fightful post show for a big monday night raw well at least the last big 15 minutes of monday night raw huge stuff happening a new wwe champion oh boy are we gonna get into that we got denise salcedo here we were just saying off the air it feels like we haven't seen each other in months because like Two of the last three weekends, Denise have and I have seen each other like two or three days on a weekend. Then we do this post show. And this weekend, there there was none of that, Denise. You and and then today you you were off doing other gigs. You were off selling stuff. Like you're you're still a busy woman.
1: So I was literally not really that much on social media this weekend because I had Saturday was my day off and I went to Disneyland. So I was kind of there for nice. a while. And it was over 90 something degrees. So when I got back, I was so tired like. I had so much like heat exhaustion. I went and I took a nap. So I completely disappeared. And then Sunday, I don't even know what I did yesterday. But the point is, that I really wasn't on social media. And I felt the same way. Like today, I started thinking, man, did I skip a show with Sean? Did we not do a show? What happened last week? I could not remember. And then I was like, oh yeah, last week was the week that we were both grumpy. And so we were doing the show like all miserably. You we were so tired. Yeah, yeah. And then today I just, I felt so different watching today's show than I did last week. I felt alive.
0: Oh, well guys, we hope you feel alive. Please leave a thumbs up if you're watching on youtube.com Fightful. Please subscribe. We had a fun weekend. We did a watch along of Anderson Silva doing exactly what I said he was going to do. Beating the brakes off of Tito Ortiz. And then sadly, whatever Vitor and Evander Holyfield was. But you know what? We got a bunch of interviews dropping this week. Just a ton of stuff. Frankie Monet. How about Shay from the Nitro Girls? I was so excited for that. And we'll wrap up the week with another uh, women's interview. Killer Kelly this weekend. So lots of stuff coming to Fightful.com. But coming to FightfulSelect.com today was some really big news just across the board. Denise, we'll start with something that didn't happen. Samoa Joe was slated for this show to promote NXT 2.0, which is actually NXT 3.0, but that's neither here nor there. That didn't happen. Samoa Joe has vacated the NXT title. Uh, we'll have a post-show with uh, Kate Hensler and Alex Palaski tomorrow night but that didn't happen um that's a bummer the the samoa joe news
1: see i feel like the samoa joe news everything that has came out as of late you know first the whole thing about him relinquishing the title and then your report i just feel like there's so many questions to still be answered as to what is really going on with Samoa Joe like part of me thinks like okay is he legitimately injured is this all part of the story I really truly have no idea and so I feel like it's one of those things that we're not going to find out until like a bit or until Sean you go out and let the people (laughs) know um but it just feels like it's so confusing like it came out of nowhere I, I I wasn't like I said I wasn't on social media this week and I log in and that's the first thing that I see and I'm thinking Okay, that was not what I was expecting whatsoever. And I had just thought even if they let's say this, let's just say he wasn't injured or, you know, if it's just happens to be some sort of work or something like that. I was expecting for them just to do whoever won that contenders match just to have their match with Samoa Joe the way that it had been planned. So it kind of seems a little sudden. And I don't know. I have a feeling that it really just has to do with this new uh, NXT 2.0. And all I'm going to say is now, even though I want to see Pete Dunn be that champion, I have yeah. a feeling that it's going to be LA night.
0: Well, we're going to uh, watch that tomorrow night. Of course, we have full coverage at Fightful.com. Alex Palowski, Kate Hensler here tomorrow night. Another NXT-related story that we broke on FightfulSelect.com today. Johnny Gargano's contract is up very soon pretty soon this year uh you can go to fightfulselect.com and get all the details there um it seems like the hits keep keep coming Denise I mean and and the reason this is so surprising it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to leave Denise but as we've heard in the past like WWE would re-up these people a year year and a half ahead of time and lock them down for years that's just not the case anymore and this is another big NXT star, a triple crown champion, one of two with Adam Cole, who has his deal coming up very soon.
1: It's just it's so weird. I I just feel like he's another guy similar to Adam Cole. Uh, You know, also, you know, we've been talking about Kevin Owens. And you know, you reported that. And it's like, Johnny Gargano is just that guy that has done it all in NXT. Similarly, again, to Adam Cole. So it's I don't know, like, what do you do? I know that I just, I can't imagine him leaving right now because at the end of the day, I feel like there are only so many places. Well, there's definitely different options for people to go, but I just really feel like WWE really needs to do what it takes if they want to keep Johnny Gargano, which I think they should want to keep Johnny Gargano. They really do need to do what it takes to start persuading some of the talent to not necessarily jump over.
0: And there there are options out there. I mean, Ring of Honor does have money to spend. Uh, There there is Impact Wrestling, who has spent some good money on the likes of Moose and Good Brothers. It's not always just AEW necessarily, but we are going to have a lot more on this on FightfulSelect.com. We are breaking stories every day. We would greatly appreciate if you guys would subscribe to that. That is the most direct way to support us. And it's not just news. We have seven weekly shows. We have Q&A shows, additional Raw and SmackDown reviews. If you want something a little more hateful, that's the place for you. FightfulSelect.com. Joel Wood says, do you think Candice's pregnancy will play a factor in whether Johnny leaves or not? I don't think it will play a factor at all because I think that Johnny will get work regardless But uh, get in your super chats, guys. That would greatly help us. It'll get your question or statement right on the air. We do have our great moderator, Luis, uh, keeping track of those. But another piece of news that I broke on FightfulSelect.com today, Denise, that saw its way through was that Big E was slated for tonight's Monday Night Raw. And boy, was he ever. Um, He joins or he kicks off the show and he's joined by Randy Orton, And Bobby Lashley and Riddle and MVP. And I'm so excited that I want to skip through all this, but I can't. Like, because I'm just so excited to talk about what we're going to talk about at the end of our show. But this is a lot of posturing between Lashley and Orton. I'll tell you one thing I loved about this opening promo, Denise. MVP saying, this match was supposed to be at Extreme Rules, but Randy Orton politicked to get it changed. And Randy Orton goes, yeah, so?
1: So for me, I thought you were going to say almost the same line that I thought that I really liked from MVP. So MVP told, uh, tells Big E, uh, I forget verbatim exactly what he says, but he basically says, like, why aren't you challenging Roman Reigns? Uh, Are you afraid of him? I kind of felt like this was like a good line and also a bad line. It was good because that's a really good shot, but it was also bad because why isn't he challenging Roman Reigns? And that is part of the reason that, you know, when – When Big E tweeted what he tweeted, I knew for a fact that they had to have him win the title. They couldn't do a tease. They couldn't have him be a liar. None of that. I knew the second he sent that tweet out that they were going to have to have him go out cash in today and have him win or else it was just not going to look good whatsoever for big e but at the same time on the smackdown end of things it really doesn't tie a pretty bow on that end because i do i did feel like mvp was making a lot of sense in this promo and he's the heel he's not necessarily supposed to be making that much sense but he did make sense however given the way that everything turned out you know i have my thoughts on on, you know, Biggie becoming champion and how it was executed and all of that. But at the end of the day, I thought that today's raw was good. I thought that the way they kicked it off was good. And the way that they also teased it, even though Like I said, I knew the second I read that tweet that he was going to cash in and become champion, there was still a part of me that thought, what if they don't? What if they don't? Because they keep saying it and they kept saying it throughout the entire show where Big E kept saying, I'm going to cash in, I'm going to cash in. And I started thinking, well, what if they don't? What if they just decide to swerve all of us? So I will give them credit for that, even though I was sure they had me doubt it for a second.
0: So after Fightful Select posted that report, Biggie followed up and he's like, okay, now that everybody knows I'm going to be at Raw, I'm going to make it clear I am cashing in money in the bank tonight. And still, it's one of those things, Denise, where WWE knows that we know about them. They know that we know they are complete trolls, Denise, and we still doubted it. And I thought that this opening segment is was Is that a
1: good thing or a bad thing. It's, that it's bad.
0: It's a bad thing that they know that we're like, well, you know, WWE really sucks at booking stuff. So we shouldn't get our hopes up.
1: See, but then it could kind of be like, okay, well maybe because they, I don't know. It is a bad thing, huh? It is a yeah, bad thing. Bad. Be, I was trying to find a different way around to it. Be like,
0: I hope they throw us a bone this one time, you know, guys keep getting those super chats in and please leave us a thumbs up. I am so glad to see thousands of you here right now. Make sure to subscribe to our Clips channel, youtube.com slash Fightful Scraps. We have uh, event footage, social media videos, show clips, as well as interview clips. So make sure you check that out. We've got a bunch of Super Chats. Gregory Nelson says, to think I wasn't excited about attending Raw Live tonight. Oh, boy, you picked a good one. You picked a good one. Joey Bag of Donut says, WWE actually making good moves. Yay, competition. This is what we want to see out of competition, Denise. We want WWE... To see, oh, they got Adam Cole and they got Brian Danielson. Let's let's give them something big. Now, Andrew Zarian had tweeted that this had been the plan for a long time. I have not confirmed that. Um, I'm going to try to. But them announcing it ahead of time, that was a measured move. I love that they weren't like, we're going to roll over and play dead for Monday Night Football. They They went for it.
1: I'm not gonna jump off a bridge with excitement here yet until I actually see a proven track record of why, this. Why do
0: you get excited and jump off of bridges, Denise? It's <laughs> I mean- horrible. Why would you do that?
1: Well, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna go all like all in on this thinking that they're legitimately gonna start changing. So he, I'm not me either. I'm not, like, I'm sorry. As of right now, I'm staying put on my bridge. I do not think until I keep seeing, until I see a track record of consistently good things happening on the show, I'm not going to take this as a they're finally, you know, stepping up to the competition, which they should really, and should have been doing this for a long time. And if they did, we wouldn't be here in the first place having this discussion. And I do think, though, and I will say this right now, even though I'm happy that Biggie is champion. Obviously this was hot shotted to pop a rating and that's what it was. And so because of that, I still need to see further proof that they're trying to actually better the product.
0: Yeah. um, We've got Vincent millage saying there's more meat on the show than an entire butchers convention. Well, the reality is there's not much time to spend on a lot of these matches, but let's go ahead and, and get it underway. Shayna versus Charlotte. Um, Shayna and Nia have issues uh, backstage, but I just want to say four women's matches on tonight's show. The action wasn't all wonderful, but I got to say uh, kudos to WWE doing something like I'm begging AEW to do. I'm begging AEW to do three. I'm begging them to do three on Dynamite and Rampage combined in a week, much less four. Uh, You saw last night at Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, an 18 minute co-main event women's match for two women who aren't established to worldwide audiences, and they killed it. They killed it. Uh, So it was very promising to see four women's matches tonight, but Charlotte gets the win when basically the same thing that happened to Nia last week happens to Shayna. I have um, no idea why they felt the need to give Nia that random win over Charlotte a couple weeks ago. But here we are. What'd you think of this?
1: Well, the first and foremost, I have to go back to the contenders thing. It doesn't make sense. Why would you have Shayna in a contenders match against Charlotte when Charlotte already has an opponent? Not only that, she's the champion. She already has a championship match at Extreme Rules. She already has an opponent. I do not understand why this match was made. I do think that it should have just been Shayna versus Alexa. Have Alexa win. Great. Have her get into this match at Extreme Rules with Charlotte. I don't understand why it couldn't have been done like that. I did think that it was confusing. Now, you mentioned the fact that you have, we had four women's matches here tonight. I will say that compared to all of the other matches that we have, this one necessarily wasn't up there as one of my favorites because I actually really, and I'll talk about this more, but I really enjoyed Natty and Rhea Ripley later on in the night. So I will say this, I didn't think that this match was necessarily one of the top ones in the night for me.
0: Yeah, it was uh, not hot, so to speak. J.W. Pringle said, Bliss Flair was really fun. Bezo Banks says, Raw had four women's matches. SmackDown would never. Well, uh, J.W. Pringle does say that Bliss and Flair was really fun. No spooky paranormal winking doll dumb, but weird silly fun. Well, Alexa Bliss came out and offered Charlotte a gift. And it was a Charlotte-inspired Lily doll. I will say, again, Alexa Bliss doing the best with what she's given Every single week, she goes out there and tries to make chicken salad, does her best. Her delivery about uh, Charlotte being a self-absorbed bitch was very funny. Um, Charlotte was like, yeah, I'm narcissistic, so what? At least it's got nice accessories with it. But I'm like, eh, okay, I think the match will be good if there's no smoke and mirrors, but I'm not confident in no smoke and mirrors, Denise.
1: They got to do the smoke and mirrors. It's Alexa's character <laughs> oh, to do it. They're going to have to do it. There's no getting there's no getting out of it, Sean. It, it's going to happen. But here's the other thing, too, that I want to go back to this Shayna and Charlotte match. I'm totally cool with them giving this match to Charlotte, just having her get a win. You know, she's going, you know, she's the champion. She's going into this match at Extreme Rules. She should be getting wins. But again, don't make it that contenders match. I just think it really takes away from that. But as for the actual doll, I don't shoot me, but I really I didn't hate the segment at all. I thought it was hilarious. And I was curious as to what she was gonna give her. And I had a feeling, okay, it's gonna either be a Lily doll just for her, or it's gonna be a Charlotte version of the Lily doll. And it ended up being that. I didn't hate it, all right. I mean, I feel like based on what they've done with Alexa Bliss and the Lily doll, they've done far worse. Like all of that stuff with Shayna screaming in the mirror and Raw closing out like that, that was bad this not so much i thought that that it actually uh i thought the way that charlotte accepted the gift even though it kind of took her a second to actually accept it thought the way that she did it and because of her like her like personality she didn't make it feel goofy like she made it feel less goofy because she was in on the fact that this is just kind of ridiculous. And then her getting rid of the doll later on, I thought was pretty funny. And I also like that. She also mentioned like, Oh, and it comes with accessories. And yes. I don't know if it's already up on wbshop.com. I have no idea. I did. They got it. They that.
0: got to release the Charlotte version. They got to
1: Do you think they're going to do a whole line? They like, should. All sudden, all they the should. Women? <laughs> Why not?
0: That's an easy 30 bucks <laughs> right there. Every time. Donnie says, could you please fantasy book a feud between Lily and Kenny Omega's blow up doll? I mean, at least the blow-up dolls wrestled in the past and had a pretty good match at that.
1: Hey, Lily's taking a bump. Don't disregard Lily's career, okay? That
0: is true. Orlando says, good to see four women's matches on Raw, but SmackDown needs women's matches. Yes, they do. Um, Don't even get me started on, on them pulling Zelina last week. And if you are one of those people that tweets me and says, what could they have possibly pulled time from on Friday to put Zelina's match on the air? I don't know. It it took them eight minutes from the start of the show before Roman Reigns said a word. (laughs) Rollins and Edge was a 33-minute segment. A title match at the end of the show that went to a non-finish went 15 minutes. I think you could have carved out six to eight, or I don't know, put Zelina on the screen, completely out of character, talking about, what it means to her some shit is bigger than wwe and face and heel very very not happy with how they handled that but there you go orlando says tonight raw was great and the crowd was on fire every match got a reaction charlie doll is on the shop for
1: 40 bucks more expensive than lily i love at least 30 dollars
0: sean says charlotte or yeah charlotte and charlie versus uh (laughs) lily and alexa confirmed would could this count imagine? as a
1: mixed tag match? Yes, it would. It Maybe. would. Yeah, it would, right? Because it's like doll and human. Yeah.
0: Rolling <laughs> Courage Streaming says, Denise, if you're into jumping off bridges, you could at least start a tag team with Darby Allen.
1: Hell yeah, let's do it. Come on, what's, Darby.
0: What's the most dangerous thing you've ever done, Denise? Oh, like I'm that? pretty
1: dangerous. Like, Are I you? like to do, like, extreme stuff. Yeah. Do I Yeah, I do. I do I mean, like, give me an example. I've done cliff jumping. Oh, wow. Does that count as extreme? Yeah, I would say that does. Zip lining? Does that count? That's pretty fun. That doesn't count as safe.
0: But I mean, to some Um, people, sure.
1: Water rafting? Does that count as extreme? Yeah,
0: open water terrifies me. So, yeah, that's. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll do it, but.
1: And I'm sure there's some other stuff. I rode a horse. That felt extreme.
0: Extreme, Denise.
1: Dude, the horse! My horse was not following the trail. It oh, kept no. going, and the man was like, "Just blow kisses at it." So I was apparently, if you do the sounds like when you're blowing kisses to it, the freaking horse would go back on the trail. So I was literally like doing that to the damn horse, so it oh, go back God. on its trail was terrifying oh i also went jungle trekking that one was really crazy because it was in the costa rican jungles and like there was all of these like snakes and animals and i went in there i kid you not with sandals and a dress when it was raining nobody should do that don't do that
0: brandon charles Powell says maybe i'll buy some lily inspired retribution dolls maybe oh boy oh boy well we had the Reginald 24-7 segment, and it's him darting through the backstage area, avoiding everybody, running people into things. I, I've got to find out how many takes this stuff takes, because it looks awesome. And you've got Drake Maverick, who has been the mastermind of all of this. And he's saying, it's not the problem with the plan, it's the execution. This continues to be harmless, it lasts about 90 seconds, it puts all these people on TV... Am I thrilled that a bunch of these people are chasing around Reginald like a dork? Reggie, like a dork? No, but is Reggie awesome at it? Yes, he's very good at it. How are you feeling about the 24-7 deal right now?
1: I think I've been more interested in now that Reggie has had it and they've been doing all of what I like to call those TikTok skits. That's all it is. That's fine. I see the purpose in it. We've seen worse. We've seen worse. We've actually seen a lot of the same thing, what I would consider worse, which was before
0: we had the New Day reunite backstage. I'm so excited. So excited just to see them back on the same show. I feel like since we're heading into the draft, by the way, we'll tie this into the draft, officially announced for October 1st and 4th, as first reported by Andrew Zarian of Map Men, uh like months ago. Uh, but I feel like Adam Pierce should kind of mention to Big E like, oh, you know that Kofi and Xavier insisted they be drafted separately last year right like maybe just to cause a wrinkle because this was the catalyst for this moment Big E had to go do his own thing we saw it months before when kofi was on the shelf and kofi sort of gave big e his blessing to go on his own then they got drafted separately i would love that wrinkle to be there and see how big e responds like would he be thankful would he be upset how would he feel about that what did you think about the, the draft announcement and New Day reuniting backstage?
1: All right, so I have hope for the draft announcement. Like, part of me has hope, and then part of me thinks, okay, we're going to get you know these new matches, obviously, but then we're going to get rematches of those new matches. So I really hope that that's not the case. I really want this to be a what it's supposed to be. But it's supposed to be, which is kind of, you know, re re restart the brand, you know, for that time period and get us some fresh new feuds. I do want to see that. And I just really hope that it's not something that, you know, what we've seen in the past where, oh yeah, we do the draft, but then all of a sudden we go into the exact same thing. We fall into the same pattern that we normally do. And I know it's crazy to expect otherwise, but I still have hope. I really do because yeah, I have hope.
0: Up next. We have Super Brutality. We have Nikki A.S.H. taking on Tamina. This was not good at all. This was very bad. It looked like Tamina kicked out at the end. She did not. Her uh, Riccicino posted a, a nice screenshot of her actually not kicking out. And then afterwards, we got Rhea Ripley taking on Natalia. Why do Tamina and Natalia still have the titles? Why are Tegan and Shotzi not in the tag picture? They beat them three times. These two women have been beaten like drums. I am ready to move on. I'm ready for Tegan and Shotzi to win the tag titles or Nikki and Rhea to win the tag titles. And then those two teams to clash because they are winners. Nikolai says, I'm not crazy. Nikki won, right? She did. Then she was taken to the back and then came back to help Rhea win. This just was not good.
1: So the match itself, I didn't hate. I actually liked, you know, all of the, you know, the back and forth between Tamina and Nikki. I liked them, you know, essentially. I liked, I liked the way that Tamina was very, very brutal with Nikki. I liked ah. all of that. I thought, well, what did that mean? What did the ha 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 mean? Rhea
0: Ripley brutality.
1: Oh, there you go. I was like, wait, what did I miss here? No, so I did like that. I did like that aspect of the match. I found myself actually interested in that portion of it, but – The finish was terrible. I don't know what went wrong because from, okay, so we see Nikki Ash get the pin, but I did see uh, Tamina's arm go up, and I think it was after they had already hit the three count. But then the ring announcer announces that Tamina won the match, even though it was Nikki who won the match. So I, and they never corrected it afterwards. I don't know if they corrected it on commentary. I don't even, I don't even think I was paying attention to that. But did they correct it on commentary? I don't think they did.
0: I try to listen to as little commentary on this show as I possibly can.
1: Yeah, so nobody said anything. So it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, was this supposed to happen? Was that supposed to be the finish? Because up until that point, I was not minding this match whatsoever. And then we get into the Natty Rhea Ripley match. I was a fan of this match. It was actually one of my favorite women's match of the night. I was completely into it. And I think a lot of it was just really the fact that Natty – We already know she's good at what she does. This is the part. These are the kind of matches that she thrives in. You know, Working with the women that, you know, obviously Rhea Ripley, she's great and all, but she's still not at that level. So working with her in this match, I thought that they had a lot of really good moments in here to the point where if we legitimately got a nice program between Natty and Rhea Ripley, I would be interested in it based on what we saw here tonight. I liked what they did, and I know a lot of it, a lot of it was Natty. And I did not mind that whatsoever. This is where she does really good on the roster. And I know that's why they keep her around and why she does well and gets over. It's because of moments like this. So I was a fan of that.
0: Shout out to Patrick, who says, yes, the ring announcer announced Tamina won. Tamina's music played. And commentary was talking about how Nikki won. I'll find out more about this uh, tonight, hopefully. And hopefully I'll have it on Fightful Select soon. Uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy the Natalia Rhea Ripley match. It's just by then I was like, man, they've been beaten so much. Just beaten like a drum over and over again. Like, what's the point? I love the gorilla clutch, the the hanging toehold finish. Um, I can't even remember what Rhea calls it, but it's so good. It's so good.
1: And see, that's the problem too right now with the Raw Women's Division is that even if they do have good matches, because we've been relegated to the point where you just don't care about the storylines or care about the people, you know, essentially in this, that it almost doesn't matter when they have these good matches because then it's like, Mm -hmm. well, why do we care? Like, again, you know, you have the whole – we have the whole – you have a leg- Everybody has a legitimate argument when it comes to this whole Tamina and Natty thing. They've been on a losing streak. I don't even remember the last time they won, unless you want to count today when they just announced that Tamina won.
0: <laughs> Nerd Guru says Nikki and Rio were our last two champions. Now they're in a proverbial bottom of the barrel, all to goose Charlotte's numbers. I, I mean, I don't care about them padding Charlotte's numbers. I like Charlotte near the top. It's just a matter of them making the tag team division matter. They got to make the tag team division matter. It's so stupid that it doesn't. It's stupid that they added the NXT tag team titles, the women's tag titles. Just let them split time. It, it, that crippled what they had in the tag team division. It crippled it because it reduced the ability to jump between brands.
1: And Tamina got over like during that WrestleMania match. I wasn't expecting her to get over. She did when they That's won. Why the she titles, got the whole push. Yeah, there you go. When they got the titles, they were over for a bit. They should have built up on that momentum and they didn't. Instead, they went into this like wonky like story with Mandy and Dana and just everything that went down from there. They could have. I think they could have had something had they built off of that.
0: 12 loose leaves says, why isn't Nikki mentioned she's a two time tag champ? Uh, she they, they should play off of that way more. They really, really should. JW Pringle says, mental health moment to everyone watching. Please take care of your mental health. If you think you need help, please reach out. You are loved and worthy. We need you here with us. Thanks for letting me say this every week, guys. Much love. Well, buddy, you don't have to even send a super chat to say that, but we definitely appreciate it because it helps us pay the bills. Um, Guys, you can go on Twitter. I mean, most of you that are following us here have Twitter. and go to at NAMI Communicate. That's N-A-M-I Communicate. It's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's got a lot of fantastic resources. You can text NAMI N A M I to seven four one seven four one. Available also that will provide you with a lot of helpful resources as well. Do drop against Eva Marie. Do Should drop I? one?
1: Uh, it, I don't Eva, have Eva Marie's to first singles.
0: This. Eva Marie's first singles match on Raw since twenty fourteen. Um, cool Joe thirty five says, "Eva Marie is horrible. It's the worst wrestler I've ever seen. Um, she ain't good."
1: There was a big sign right at the beginning, like right at the front row, <laughs> right when Eva came out. There was a big sign that just popped out of nowhere. Eva can't wrestle, and I thought, "Ah, oh, poor Eva." But poor Eva. at the same time, it's like, "Dang, this was not good." And what's worse is that it's obvious they're working around her limitations and it kind of makes it stand still... out more. I almost feel like if they made it seem like she could actually go in there and have a legit match, I almost feel like maybe they can cover some of those things up, but I almost feel like they're showing it a lot more. And that's part of the story. Yeah, I think, I think it's part of the it's, story.
0: It's a lot like uh, Reba, not rebel and AEW. like, she's not the strongest technical worker. Like everybody knows that she's more of a character. But her character is also that she's a terrible wrestler. It's that she's not actually a wrestler. She just happens to be there. Eva's is that she's not good. But do drop one. There you go. That's all we got. That's there isn't
1: it. much. There isn't wow. much.
0: I'll tell you, there, there's a little bit more on carrying cross. Carrying cross cuts a promo. And I just want to know raise your hand if you're one of those holdovers that still believes that. We need to let it play out with Jeff Hardy and Karrion Cross Because I'll tell you what's going to happen. On October, let me look. October 4th, when the WWE draft happens, they're probably going to do Karrion Cross versus Jeff Hardy. And Karrion Cross is going to beat the brakes off of Jeff Hardy. And then I'm going to have some absolute dump of a human saying, see, you should have let it play out. They, they always planned this. This was always the plan. Long-term storytelling. And it absolutely isn't. But. I really enjoyed this carry and cross promo. It had some definite shades of Sean O'Hare. I know we've got a a much younger demographic that might not remember 18 years ago when Sean O'Hare was around, but Sean O'Hare was a very high upside, huge athletic uh, signee from WCW who was brought up in the power plant. Looked like he had all the tools. I mean, over the course of like six months, this guy beat Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Rikishi, Hulk Hogan. He beat a lot of people on that show. Was in an angle with Roddy Piper, and uh, unfortunately, things didn't work out for him. His demons got the best of him. But I thought Karrion Cross did really good here. It's just, this should have been week one, Denise. This should have been the first time he showed up.
1: So I saw your tweet about the Sean O'Hare thing and the Sean O'Hare comparison. And I think that if anybody is going to be able, if if anybody could be able to do something like that, I do think that Karrion Cross has what it takes to be able to pull that off. However, with that being said, you mentioned day one and I'm going to add to that. And, you know, having him win on day one is important. Yeah. But also don't strip absolutely his entire personality from him and that's what we saw happen you know they stripped away you know the whole you know the entrance having scarlet you know all of the in this case we need the smoke and mirror sean we need the smoke and mirrors and so stripping that all away from him it made him very vanilla and that's what sucks, because now you essentially starting from scratch. And I feel like you have to come now convince the viewers, hey, I know we've been showing you all of this stuff that isn't that great. And we know that he hasn't necessarily been winning and he's lost against some people that maybe he shouldn't lost against. But you know yeah. what? You should be interested in him. But now it's like they have to start all over and they have to make up for everything that is already embedded in our heads. Because, you know, I we've been watching Rob with Karrion Cross the last couple of weeks that he's been on. And it's been crickets when he comes out. And so when I when he comes out, and if I'm a viewer and I'm not, let's say I don't know anything about NXT or anything outside of, you know, RAW or any, I didn't know Karen Cross, you know, prior to who he was before WWE, all I'm gonna see is nobody cares for this guy. And that's the problem. You don't want to have that be seen for the people that, you know, maybe don't have any other outside information. So they do have to rebuild that from scratch for him.
0: So uh, I see a lot of people saying, oh, he did this in Impact. I'm I'm aware he did it in Impact, but when you use this verbiage on WWE TV, you will get comparisons to Sean O'Hare. He is one of the great what-if stories in WWE. KE says, like Cross's promo today, can we assume that Scarlett is out of the question? Francisco says, any word on Scarlett? Keep up the good work, Sean and Denise. I've been trying to find out and trying to get a confirmation on it. I don't want to speculate on anything, but she hasn't been around much since she did that dark match still working to find that out but i'll tell you what the big the big angle denise is not oh scarlett's going to show up and then he's going to beat everybody up because after the keith lee loss he has not lost again
2: say goodbye
0: so weird so was it that hard to just to just have him win and then he loses Samoa Joe and then he's gone or just hold this off for like a month or something could have
1: waited yeah they could have waited And, you know, now we're seeing how this Samoa Joe situation is ending. I mean, it just there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stop and go is what I'm seeing. And you're 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 able to see those moments where they had those stop moments. Stop. Let's recompose get going again. That's kind of, it's very noticeable that there isn't an entire plan here for, for Cross Cross when he was going to come into the, to the main roster for Samoa Joe. I mean, just everything, everything. I, I don't know. And I'm wondering, is Scarlett going to, if she, if she does, when we see her again, is she going to come back, have a, she's going to do her own thing by herself. If, are they going to put her with somebody else? Are they going to put her with Carrie Cross?
0: I don't know. I guess we're going to see. I actually, i Going to report this soon. I heard uh, when I was poking around about USA and NXT, heard of some original plans for Scarlett that got nixed like way back in 2019. So, um, for some reason, I, I happened upon a bunch of scoops for when NXT uh, popped up on USA. Hey, uh, we will read your super chat. You do not need to send a chat that says, I do not think my super chat was read. Your super chat was about the Bobby Lashley. Um, title win we haven't got there yet we'll get there whenever um whenever it, it, it's time
1: so were those plans good though and i know you're going to report them later but were they good plans that were next or bad plans that were next i mean it
0: was it was who she was going to manage so it's hard to say and oh, it was I in see. nxt so I, I have a lot more confidence in them
2: oh okay
0: akeem says vince feels as though the royal rumble pay-per-view is going to save him Bruh, i don't know what that means at all but i appreciate the super chat Brandon Charles Powell says raw wears me out. Maybe they overcomplicate things. Uh, Guys don't send shit like that. You will get banned immediately. If you uh, speculate pregnancies, COVID all that shit. Don't do that here. Do that somewhere else. Akib says, love you both. Keep it up. SRS for office DC. That sounds like a terrible idea. Me being in office sounds miserable. Brandon Rosen says the women's tag titles were already meaningless. Scrap the women's tag belts altogether. Then you have a chance to create fresh matches and storylines and make the women's division interesting again. No, what you have is the opportunity for a whole bunch of women to sit on the sideline and WWE to, to not book them and not have anything worth fighting for. You could just, instead of scrapping all these titles, just book them to matter. I, I'm not of the belief, scrap a title and everything else means more. Because what that shows me is it didn't mean enough for you to keep it.
1: They have women, too, to fill up this roster. I mean, granted, they have to reshuffle a little bit and, you know, gather, you know, dot their I's, cross their T's, all of that. But really they have the opportunity to make the women's tag team titles actually mean something. And even in, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should have two sets of women's tag team titles. I do not think that they should have done that, but I still think that even now, now that they've already, you know, made their bed with that, I do think that they can revive both sets of those titles because I do think they have more than enough women to do that.
0: D Sires says, do you see WWE working with AEW for like rumble entries or mania matches like Thunder Rosa versus Sasha Banks with the amount of talent jumping ship? I don't. I think that WWE wouldn't put their ego aside for that. I think AEW would be open to it. And I wish they would because it would be the biggest thing that I've ever covered in my life. And it would be just, it'd be massive. Guys, remember, leave a thumbs up. Get your super chats in. Get your question or statement read on the air. Joel Woods says, With word that Vince is going to allow Brian to work in New Japan, do you think this will represent a change in policy as far as negotiating contracts? Yes. If I were a WWE talent, I would not even negotiate with WWE unless, one, they offered me a no-cut clause, and two, um, they were willing to give me some flexibility on schedule and a lot of stuff like that. So, um, yeah.
1: It's Sean, but that's the thing, though, but... Daniel Bryan was in a different position. I feel like it also depends on who you are. Not every Joe Schmo on the roster can go and be like, well, this is what I want. This is, you know, I think we can do it. It ain't going to happen for everybody. Like it happened. Like I, they were generous to him for, for multiple reasons. I don't think everyone's going to get that.
0: Drew and the Viking Raiders defeat Jinder, Veer, and Shanky. This was it happened i like watching drew hit a michinoku driver and really really big people that's cool um i don't know if i needed to see drew fight these guys again because i've seen that a hundred times
1: he needs new competitors. I have a, he's, he's like the, the, the only person where I truly feel he should jump over when this draft happens. He needs it, to go to SmackDown. It
0: seems like they're just biding their time.
1: Yeah. That, that's right? it. It feels pretty obvious now, especially that he's in this, you know, whole thing with sheer. I was Sheer. She's not the name. What is it? Vanky. Rand- <laughs> <Veer> <laughs> I forgot Shanky. their names. <laughs> what did I say? I don't even remember. Shanky and Veer. whatever them.
0: Um. Yeah, this happened. Good for them. Okay, there's not much to talk about. James says, or Jamel says, whose side are you taking on the second trial of Faye Jackson? Um, not Faye. She was in the wrong. Rage Lack says, also three three out of four of the last WWE title changes have happened on TV. Drew Orton, Bobby Miz, E. Bobby. They shouldn't keep relying on this for attention. Yeah, they should. It's, their, it's a TV show that's being paid a billion dollars for. And I know I teased this USA Fox story last week, but... I've been working on it since June. When I first heard, I started working on this. It's a pretty big WWE Fox USA story. And I was told, oh, wait for Cena to come back. Okay, now please wait for SummerSlam. And then we find out Becky and Brock are coming back. Oh, wait for this. Wait for this. Wait for this. There are so many different things at play. And (laughs) next year is about the time when they start negotiating new deals. So we'll see. Moxie says, Faye Jackson, bets just <laughs> favor Big E. It's facts. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, Akib says, it means Vince McMahon wants a big pay-per-view like the Royal Rumble to show his hand, but they don't build new people or carry storylines, so it's going to fail. Ultimately, it's it's about building to these moments, not just making these moments happen. Um, I think that Big E trolling Paul Heyman helped a lot, but this was just completely out of left field. We'll talk about it. Well, let's talk about Damian Priest, Jeff Hardy, because, you know, we got Seamus and Damian Priest at Extreme Rules. And there were a lot of people that thought I meant like when I was like, oh, great, this again. They thought I meant tonight. No, I'm still not excited that they're doing this for like a sixth or seventh time at Extreme Rules. And Damian Priest wins. It was a fine match. I'm, I like the open challenge format. I think that gives you a lot of room. I'm not going to complain that Jeff Hardy hasn't won a bunch. If it's an open challenge, it's an open challenge, Denise. And I also like doing the babyface versus babyface thing. We saw heel versus heel earlier with Charlotte and uh, Shayna. I'm I'm all for that. I thought this was a fine fine way to spend some time.
1: I think this is a good way to properly. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm going to reword this. This is a good way of using Jeff Hardy this week to also, you know, help out Damian Priest, you know, young up-and-coming star, etc. All of that, right? Or up-and-coming star. So, but here's the thing, though, is that with Jeff Hardy, I feel they do need to do so much better with him. And that I know there was that whole conversation on Twitter, you know, about having him in the 24-7 title picture and all of that's already been, you know, people have shared their thoughts on that. But it's just like, someone like jeff hardy who was one of the top you know wwe yeah. stars you know for a chunk of time there and now you essentially i feel like this is he's had one of those cases where they have stripped so much from him where it's almost like And he he, he, they took a lot of what makes Jeff Hardy cool away from him and in these storylines. And if they want to, you know, help out, you know, people like Damian Priest, who they're trying to get over, you can't necessarily do that to people like Jeff Hardy. And like, I'm sorry, but like, I just like I don't understand why they can't at least book Jeff Hardy the way that they're booking Seamus, for example. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like they can do so much more there.
0: Mark says, don't announce open challenge opponents on Twitter ahead of television. I disagree. I'm okay with that. Um, If if it's an open challenge and he's got the opportunity to accept it, you can promote it. That's okay. We had New Day, Ali and Mansoor against Mace, T-Bar, AJ Styles, and Omos. Cool Joe says, the tag team turmoil last week match went nothing. Well, I mean, I hope they still have this tag team title match. MVP and Lashley against Orton and Riddle. Because why wouldn't they? I hope they. Do. If if they don't do that match, Denise, that's real annoying. Because that took up like half the show.
2: Yeah, tonight, they got it.
0: Tonight, my only real thoughts are Mustafa Ali is really, really smooth, and they're doing their best to maximize the positive in Omas. And I had somebody say, "Oh well, what's the end game? He can't work. He can't sell. The end game is somebody beating him. The end game is somebody defeating Omas and getting over." on this very limited guy. I think that's how limited performers should be used. Get them over really, really well, and then use it to have somebody beat them and have somebody else get over that is not as limited, that can help it a lot. Uh, What'd you think of this?
1: It's very obvious that, you know, they've been keeping Amaz strong. In fact, they've been building him up even stronger. I'm not opposed to it. It still doesn't feel... I don't know, it still doesn't feel, I'm not completely sold on it yet, but that's what it's going to take. It's going to take him keep getting these wins, keep getting these nice wins that he's been getting for me to like kind of like really start getting a little bit more behind him, you know, but they are definitely building him up and it's very clear that they're doing that. In terms of uh, Mansoor and Mustafa Ali, I like that they've actually been giving them a little bit more little personality moments like today with mansoor just like even as little as him just getting this moment to dance on tv that did a lot that did a lot for him and that was a couple of seconds where i was like oh okay mansoor dancing it's funny all right it was a couple of seconds something little It worked for me. Uh, The match itself, uh, I was focusing a lot on what commentary was saying about Mason T Bar, and then just kind of basically saying that they're lost and this and that. And I'm just like, all right, well, yeah, I agree with that. But you know, I do think that they should give them more of an interesting backstory. When you have guys that you know they're they still have like the you know the face paint and all of that, they need to give they need to make their story more unique. Right now, they just feel like. Former members are—I don't—are they still even calling them retribution? No,
0: they're not. But I do.
1: Yeah, okay, it's like it's well, like they don't call members, they don't right? call
0: Lashley an MVP, the Hurt Business, but I still call them the Hurt Business. Right. They
1: are. Okay, so it, it kind of just feels like they are they have the leftovers of retribution. So now I feel like they have to reshape the story that they're telling, the backstories that they're telling with Mason T-Bar, or either that or – because I'm starting to, like, get – like, I like yeah. – the look doesn't bother me. The looks doesn't bother me anymore. But they do need to reshape their stories.
0: Tony says, Ali sold well for Oma, so I enjoyed the ending. He made him look like a million bucks. He did his job. Brandon Charles Powell says the way they're protecting protecting Damian Priest, he should be the one that beats Omos. I love that idea.
1: It would be I, believable too.
0: Yeah, I love that idea. And Omos can uh, be the base for Damian Priest doing high-flying stuff as well. Sean Taylor says, WWE obviously doesn't care about tag teams. Why do they even have titles? If Vince doesn't want them, don't have them. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I don't get the idea of let's make less shit important on this show. I don't. It's a three hour show. Just stop booking them lazy. Like the idea of let's not have tag team titles. That is such a, a weird leap. Terry Allen jr. Says, Stephanie might need, might read names for the draft. Dull two other viewers views. Roster isn't deep return machine from 2009. Randomly picking wrestlers. I don't understand the context of this Terry Allen jr. But I appreciate the super chat.
1: I like Stephanie reading out the names. That is not bother me at all.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. (sighs) Oh, Denise, do you play fantasy football?
1: No. Why not? Because I don't like football.
0: Do you know what a PPR league is? Nope. It's a points per reception league. Do you know what a reception is? Nope. Well, Denise, (laughs) it's time to add the PP back into PPR league with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders and below-the-waist grooming. Just launched the new Performance Package 4.0. Do not neglect your balls like the Packers front office have neglected Aaron Rodgers. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL. This will help you tame that Troy Polamalu in your pants.
1: I don't understand these words.
0: Uh, it's okay. It's all right. You don't want to be busted wide open like the main event of an ECW pay-per-view whenever you trim your pubs. If you groom below the waist, the perf- performance package 4.0 is essential. And good news for our international listeners. These life-changing products are now available in Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. You've got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Hair or ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, and crop res- reviver toner. I'm so excited I'm getting ahead of myself. That's not all. Performance boxer briefs and a travel bag. The lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is so great. I mean, the 3.0 is good. The 4.0 is even better. Got the skin safe technology, a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch. It can engage a travel lock and it's waterproof. It's got an LED spotlight. You can turn that on and off. You will be as accurate as Brady threading the needle to Gronk or whoever the hell his uh, excellent tight end is this year. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. It's like having Derrick Henry run through those tough nose hair and ear hairs. Ew, gross. Don't forget the ball deodorant, the crop reviver, the crop preserver, and the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL. 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL. Good (laughs) smelling balls, indeed. (sighs) Will Denise? Too
1: much pressure with these. And sorry, I don't get any of your football terms. I'm not interested. I've That's tried. Okay. Actually, I didn't really. Try. I don't really try with football. I just show up. I, I watch every now and then. And I go to, if I go to a game, I go for the food.
0: Well, the Bengals won. So um, I'm very happy. I'm very, very happy right now. But Denise, we had a WWE title match Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley with Big E looming overhead, so to speak. Uh, a bit of a distraction, a bit of a schmoz finish. But Bobby Lashley retains, and uh, my God, Denise, this was a pretty good match. I thought a pretty good main event.
1: I loved it. I thought it was explosive. The people were into it. I thought they got straight to the point. Both, both Bobby Lashley and Randy Orton. I loved like the last like I loved the entire match. It wasn't that long, right? But the the last couple of I just what what the, what the, was the hell open. was that? Sorry. Before,
0: just so you all know, before we went on the air, Denise had to go fix something, and I hear her shouting off in the distance.
1: I look like shit. <laughs> I didn't know that you could hear me. And then when like I came back, you had like a funny look on your face. And I was like, yeah, I think you heard me. I was yelling in the hallway to my fiance that I look like shit. <laughs> okay, I anyways. I love the match. Okay. I thought it was explosive. I thought that Randy Orton, you know, uh, both, they both, you know, they did a lot of good in the last like final moments of the match. And then, um, you know, when that whole commentary table spot happened and all of that went down, um, I legitimately for a second thought that Bobby Lashley was legitimately hurt. I wasn't sure. To be honest, I wasn't too sure. Once I actually, and then there was like the, like they muted, they, they had like a little bit of a mute there. And I thought, yes. oh man, he's probably definitely hurt here. So I fell for that. So good. I'm glad that they did. I don't like to, I like to be in there and go, you know, get a little surprised here and there. Anyway, so then um, we finally get Biggie's music coming out. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, as we go to, oh wait, let we hold to?
0: We're, we're going to wait. Sorry. So Bobby Lashley wins. Richard says, uh, Denise's facial expressions during that ad, dead. Brandon Charles Powell, language, Denise.
1: Oh, when did I say a bad language. word? Oh, sorry.
0: Oh, before before we went on the air. Oh But yeah, JW Pringle says he'd give Raw a 3.5 or 4 out of 5 tonight. The late match changes and title uh, changes reek of desperation for ratings from company. They can do so much more, but it's flat out lazy. Well, they should be desperate for ratings. They should always be desperate for ratings, Denise. They're getting paid a billion dollars over four or five years. Uh, but you know what? You don't have to pay a billion dollars to get the Fightful magazine over at FightfulMag.com. The cover story, CM Punk has returned to wrestling. We've got John Cena's return. Uh, the Thunder Rosa wave by Emily Heller, who works directly with her. We've got Cody Deaner, Impact Star, writing for the Wrestler's Tribune. RIP to the Thunderdome. Plus, in details, including a match with Brian Lee, the fake Undertaker. Chains of DOA. Make sure you guys check that out. I've been trying to track him down for years. Retro Gaming, talking about Fire Pro Wrestling. There's so much here in the new Fightful magazine. Uh, digital and physical editions are available now. And the benefit is you can go back and buy issues two and three physical as well. And it ages just as well. This stuff is very, very evergreen. We got part four of our interview with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And where are they now? The Steiner Brothers. And a look at these circus boxing fights. Check it out. Fightfulmag.com. Tony Wildfunk says, Lashley versus Orton, big match and set up for the end. But then it happens. But not quite yet, it doesn't happen, Denise. Big E's music hits. He comes out and he cashes money in the bank and they go to a commercial, kind of like I just did, with a few minutes left. It is ten fifty seven Eastern and they come back from a commercial. Denise, what the hell? So it's remember.
1: Gone. When I told you in the beginning that there was a part of me that thought, what if they don't do it? When they went to commercial, I thought, oh, my God, something's going to happen. He's not going to win tonight. They went to commercial. Why would they go to commercial? This is like the, you know, the moment in the movie that you're like, we're finally going to find out what's going to happen to these characters. This is the big, you know, the big payoff. This is the cherry on the Sunday. Whatever. You get my point here. And they went to commercial. (laughs) I I thought this is not going to be good. When we came back. I obviously felt a lot better. And I even I was even wondering, like, are we going to come back? Like, where what's going to be happening? What's going to be going on when we come back? Because it kind of felt like it would be too long for them to keep doing what they were doing based on when we left, when we took off for commercial.
0: Yeah. um, Well, what happens is. Big E wins the WWE Championship. He goes after the knee of Lashley. Lashley hits a spear. Big E kicks out. Crowd erupts. Then Big E eventually hits the big ending and is champion.
1: It was simple, too, because yes. you have you have Bobby Lashley who, you know, is selling the knee. You have you have Biggie who's, you know, he 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 goes for the knee. He goes to attack him on the knee. And then you have the near fall. The second that happened and he and he uh, and he, you know, ended up beat a two count. I was like, OK, now I know for sure that we're definitely going to be seeing Biggie become champion. And so finally he hits the big ending and. You just knew it right then and there, and I liked like the post match celebration uh, with Xavier Woods and you know and Kofi Kingston coming out. I thought all of that was great. So even though this did feel like there could have been a bigger story to tell here, um, it was nice to see the celebration.
0: Oh boy, do we have a lot of super chats about this? First off, I am so happy about this, and uh, so is Malcolm Mitchell. We've got uh, him saying, "Just enjoy the moment." Ricardo's saying finally he's the champion. Hannah, our our great moderator, saying he's the king. Rob Wilkins, who writes for Fightful, saying the love he's getting is awesome. Uh, Akweeb says Biggie is champ is huge. I just hope he uh, I just hope New Day gets a big rub from it. Connor Delaney says it was the best part of Raw. Well, obviously yes, big time. Uh, Joey Bag of Donuts says uh, Biggie's win was almost as big as one of Denise's BMs. I, I don't know if you mean big fat shit. B.M. B S Big fat shit, maybe.
1: Maybe. I don't NM know. Anna
0: M. says Big E um, should have the power to get his last name back now. He told me that they just took it from him. We have so many super chats
1: about this. says, I tell saying- you when I interviewed Big E, I called him Biggie Langston, and I forgot that he didn't have the Langston anymore. And he was like, Langston. And I was like, oh, that's gone. Dang.
0: Oh, gosh. That Orlando- was a while back. <laughs> Orlando says it's about time. Bravo, WWE. Um, like I, I'm just gonna try to get to all of these. There's a lot about representation in wrestling, which I think is very important. WWE, especially with the WWE title over the last two and a half years, Kofi Kingston, Bobby Lashley, Big E, black men holding the world championship, the WWE championship. This is very important. Jay Kane says representation matters. I'm crying because as someone who is black, this matters. AEW needs POC. Yes, CM Punk, D- Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole are good additions. I see no one positioned as POC. AEW need to do better. They do need to do better. Um, I mean, you better believe if any of those three I just mentioned were available in the free agent market, AEW would be pushing them as top talent. Um, but yeah, I I agree. AEW needs better representation in that regard. But my God, uh, Brandon saying, or Brendan's saying, WWE love multicultural ta- champions. Well, they have of late, finally, after... 50 60 years it took a long long time uh vincent says one thing WWE has is black representation getting main event spots i know aew is diverse but i'd love to see more black wrestlers as a mixed fan i would too as not a mixed fan i would just love to see that i'd love to see it all over the map i, I mean yeah Raphael says WWE really deserves praise for the ability to be inclusive these last two or three years doesn't change the past but it has been something you got to change sometime, Denise. So I'd rather I'd rather than them just ignore it forever. then make the change, and they have made the
1: change. It's to the way I see it too. It's like I don't want to say baby steps because it shouldn't be baby steps because it's been such a long time. But at least seeing steps being moved in the right direction. I don't. Those are not baby steps, but still, I yeah. feel like you still got to at least make effort, right?
0: Yeah, and that's that's what they're doing. That they're making that effort. And, um, yeah, Ken says, I can't get excited for a biggie title run Cause his company has burned me so much happy for him though. Nerd guru says Raw still sucks, but that ruled biggie rules, new day rule. Um, he's upset that Charlotte can't sell. So, I mean, how do you think they follow this up? Where do you see this? Cause I mean, they had been planning se- one there. There's a Lashley and MVP versus Orton and Riddle match. that's supposed to happen. They had teased Lashley and Goldberg. Big E wants to face Goldberg. Goldberg has already wrestled his two matches for the year. Where the hell do they go?
1: So first Pro- of all... Probably a
0: rematch, but... I
1: do, yeah, we're, we're proud to see that. I, I would like to see Big E versus Randy Orton. I think that would be a good shout there. Um, But I just hope that they actually put... Because when Big E won the Intercontinental Championship, it was this big, grand moment, right? The reign itself was not anything like, you know, to it wasn't anything omg and they quickly ended it right away so i do hope that they actually give him a nice reign here as wwe champion i don't want it to be necessarily you know he gets the bout, you have this big great nice moment and then that's it and that's kind of what it felt like when he won the intercontinental championship and so i do hope that they kind of you know Right their wrongs a little bit with that one as WWE champion, but I would like to see Biggie, Randy Orton. Uh, I think that there's definitely options, especially now that we're going into this draft and you know what, within really, we're just a couple of weeks away. We're like three raws away from that. So, uh, so they definitely have some good options there.
0: Uh, we've got death star saying I'm black and black representation is all over sports. I feel like race needs to be left out of it. Enjoy the moment for a good person winning. I respect what you're saying, but you see Shad Gaspard crying when Kofi Kingston won that title. I spoke to Jonathan Gresham, who I think is one of the best wrestlers in the world, and he said to me, he said, I'm just happy that somebody who looks like me is in the conversation right now, because for a long time, we weren't. So obviously, if it means something to somebody, let it mean something to somebody. Uh, We have... T. saying love fightful. Correct me if I'm wrong. First back to back African-American WWE champs. Another historic moment for new day Xavier. We're waiting. Oh, I gotta have Xavier win King of the ring this year. That's gotta happen now. It's gotta happen. Uh, I I really, really hope so.
1: It would be nice too. I see again, there's like, there's so much that they can do. And like, I know people also like, I don't know, like I feel like they can even do like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of different options that they can go around with this. With this, And it feels exciting. And the fact that they even took... I'm not I, The fact that they even did this, considering that this is something that the fans actually yeah. wanted, I think that's what's kind of taken me aback a little bit more. Where I'm like, oh. But here's the thing, too. It's like the fans wanted Big E to be Intercontinental Champion. It happened. Fans wanted Big E to be WWE Champion. It happened. So that is a really good sign. Now, I, again, like I said, I just hope they actually actually make the change they make his reign really mean something
0: roman reigns has replied to the video of biggie cashing in on lashley and said smart decision <laughs>
1: smart. that's
0: interesting smart kw piece. says love biggie glad he won more people talking about the the uh huge racial implications of this william saying back to back black wb champions denise let people have this moment. I think she was letting people have this moment.
1: Yeah. What did I do? Yeah, she
0: didn't do anything. Well,
1: I was going to say, what did I say? <laughs> did I say something existing. wrong? Denise yeah. always hogs the line. Yeah. Light. No, uh, I just feel like, yeah, I-, I will say they did hot shot the moment. There could have been a great story. The Intercontinental Championship run wasn't anything, you know, amazing, but that doesn't mean I'm taken away from the moment. Yeah.
0: Our friend Rafael Garcia, who I met in Chicago at had a bunch of super chats. He said, WWE changed its Twitter profile to say biggie is WWE champion. Have they done that from a brand perspective for other champions? I don't remember it. I don't remember them doing it. And he said since WWE is in a giving mood, draft Lashley and MVP to SmackDown and give us that match versus Lesnar while they're at it. I wish that's a slam dunk they got to go for.
1: They do definitely got to go for it. And right now, this is the time too. this is the time to actually listen to the fans. Well, I mean, it's always the time to listen to the fans, right? But right now, more than ever, it's the time to actually do stuff that the fans want to see.
0: Yep, I completely agree. I mean, there's nothing wrong with booking a primarily baby face promo- promotion, a territory, give the people what they want to see. And then sometimes don't. It's just, you got to be able to book those baby faces. Uh, Rafael Garcia also says last one, how important are new day to this generation? Um, gosh, they, they might be in totality. The most important tag team ever at this point within WWE. I mean, you've got two world champions. You've got one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Merch sales. Merch sales are off the charts. They are not stale. they are not boring. They've been doing this seven and a half years. there's never been dissension. there's never been a breakup. There have been multiple title runs across uh, intercontinental titles and all that stuff.
1: Outside projects, yeah. the YouTube channel, everything that Xavier Woods has done with like the video game stuff, uh, yeah. you know having them be part of commercials, et cetera, all of that.
0: Yeah. Uh, We have Victor Nash saying, listen to your Facebook fans and read our comments. Well, go over to YouTube.com slash Fightful, my friend, because that's where you can send super chats. And those are what we read. Like Danilo Silva saying, I was there live. Pop was much louder in person. Oh, boy. I I, I can't even imagine. As good as it sounds on TV, it's always louder in person. It always is. We've got a a ton more. Kate Hensler, uh, of course, a great Fightful contributor, says, Ali tweeting Brody would be proud about Big E. Philo Diggs saying Brody Lee smiling down Big E win makes this huge. It does. I mean, it's it's just huge in general and uh, good for him. Uh, WWE Mark says, remember when uh, Big E would never get his moment with his non serious gimmick?
1: Ha ha ha. Oh, God. That was really, that was not a smart thing to say. No, nope. Definitely not a nope. smart thing to say. And I think that it's been proven wrong given the people's reactions. It's been proven wrong.
2: I
0: completely agree. You don't have to change who you are, you can be entertaining and convincing
1: that's the point too you don't want to keep having the same champions over and over doing the same thing you got to bring something different to the table
0: norm summer says biggie is the champ new day back together makes us a juicy four out of five raw well i I, if you watch the last 15 minutes it's a five out of five raw but other than that i don't think you missed much uh congrats srs you deserve it thank you very much i extended my fightful deal very happy about that here for the next eight and a half years. So um, I got to
1: be nice to you now, Sean.
0: You got to be nice to me. So yeah. I'm gonna, This is me.
1: This is me being nice to you, by the way I I own, nice to you. I, like, I
0: own part of the company now. Yeah.
1: So. That's why I got to be nice. I, I'm smart. I don't bite the hand that feeds me.
0: <laughs> so says one more for pronouncing my name. Right. James Higgins says it's actually nice to think they split new day, drafted biggie to smack down to make him feasible champion. But in the end, he won with them by his side. That's why I think like Adam Pierce should bring that up. Around draft time, like, the reason you all got drafted separately wasn't because they didn't want to draft you together. It's because Kofi and Xavier said, please draft us separately so he'll have to go on his own. I think that would be very cool. Jeremy says, more likely to happen. New Day main event Survivor Series is a triple threat for the WWE title or Kofi and Woods move to SmackDown? I think it's more likely that Kofi and Woods get moved to SmackDown. I wouldn't doubt that they'd keep them separate somehow, Denise. They shouldn't, though. I think that it's time to have them back together.
1: I think it wouldn't hurt them to have them back together, especially right now. I don't think it would hurt them.
0: And we've got other uh, speculation for Survivor Series, um, if I can find the damn thing. But Rage Like says, I'm happy WWE won, but it feels too soon. Should have been more played out with him in the case. Wish he held it and feuded with Roman to have a proper New Day versus a Bloodline feud. But we do have uh, somebody, gosh, I wish I could see who uh, i'll shout you out as soon as i see it who brings up there you go isaac merriweather says imagine if we get new day versus bloodline at survivor series to me that's what you do you don't do roman versus big e that's a wrestlemania match in the future if you can do it you do bloodline usos and or bloodline and, and new day do it elimination i would love that
1: yeah good way to prolong it as well like you said you don't want to go into that match right away
0: Man, it looked like we were going to be able to wrap this show in an hour, but we still got so many super chats about yeah, this. Yeah,
1: I'll get a bonus today. I
0: doubt it. D-Lo, oh, D-Lo dig, dig says...
1: Read slow, Sean. Read really slow.
0: d says, I miss Big E teasing Heyman with the briefcase. That was fun stuff. I always enjoyed that. I really did like that. Um,
1: and he had to do it, too. You don't want to just be like, oh, yeah, I have the briefcase, but I'm never going to taunt anybody.
0: Yes. Nick says... Let's effing go, Big E. So well-deserved, hoping his reign goes well. Excited for him to run it back with Lashley in a full match with plenty of meat slapping time. We love the sirloin beef. Sons of bitches slapping that meaty meat, bumping that meat up against each other, grinding up against each other. We love that All right, that this is turning
1: meat. into something else, Sean. No,
0: it's not. It's turning into big meaty men bumping meat. Specifically, the meat is sirloin beef. Ryan Sullivan says he didn't watch any of Raw. But the end with Biggie is awesome. And I was so happy for him. Also love Denise's vlog. The hatred of the being in Chicago was great. I don't think a lot of people understand like all the work that goes into one of those travel weekends and uh, Denise's vlog highlighted it pretty well.
1: Yeah, I tried Which- my best. There were some days where I forgot to get footage <laughs> or like something would happen and then I would be like, dang, I should have yep. gotten that from my vlog, but I did it because sometimes you're just busy living your life, you know?
0: Yeah. Tom says Biggie's celebration was so genuine. I got goosebumps. It's so easy to be happy for him. Predictable isn't always bad. Cheers, guys, says William Davis. Spent all night wondering how they'd get around to it, and they just did it. Nerd Guru says, too bad they don't think more ahead of these things. Biggie challenging Lashley at SummerSlam with the case to avenge New Day and win is better.
1: I agree. That would have they been could better. Have planted those seeds. They could have definitely planted those seeds. And That's they is like, when they finally decided to pull the plug. You know. I,
0: and then they could have just done Lashley and Goldberg at Saudi and saved the match. It would have been like nobody. I can't imagine anybody said, "Okay, I gotta watch this for Goldberg." It was. It was so. Weird. <laughs> Except for Denise. Uh yeah, Robert's. for me, apparently. Did you see the sweat fly off Lashley with E-slap? That's Dude, when I knew it was yes. happening. That's when I yes. knew it was happening.
1: No, I, I mean, that wasn't the moment where I knew it was happening for me. For me, it was when uh, when Biggie kicked out. But yes. when I saw all of that sweat, I just I just remember saying, dang, he's sweaty. That was it. That, and
0: that's when I knew that match was happening. I was like, there's no way Lashley backs down. Now. <laughs> IG the King says, Roman versus at Mania. There's a story from last year.
1: Yeah, I feel yeah. like, well, I. I see. I personally liked it, especially during that moment. Now, Drew has lost a lot of steam, so they yep. would have to build some of that back up.
0: JW Pringle says, if they're going to bump so much beef, let's hope they're manscaped. You're welcome for the plug. Hey, you're welcome for your plug being nice and, and taken care of. Hannah M says, that I hear something about big meaty men slapping meat? That's my base signal. Well,
1: there you go. Look at that.
0: The big meaty men slapping meat, bumping all up against each other. The sirloin beef sons of bitches that's a draw denise sorry
1: i am no need to apologize no need to apologize we
0: have a lot of people like young boy saying he feels like wd hit the emergency button roxas vanitas saying he hopes that he's booked better than uh nikki ash was um
1: yeah he will because the nikki character was not sure. treated like a serious character
0: connor says he thought they were going to script the cashing because it's Vince McMahon and he doesn't give a damn what we want the pessimistic side of you denise were you like uh this is gonna be bad were you like this is a ploy for ratings i don't care do ploys for ratings as long as it's a good tv
1: there was a part of me that was like man i I did think that they were gonna mess it up i thought there was gonna be like somebody coming in and like ruining it for biggie i just thought this is what the fans want and they're not gonna do it that's that was just my mentality
0: Yeah, and um, I, I'm the ploy for ratings, again, I don't care if it's good TV. James says, my theory about the late commercial was to make a face challenger like Big E have a more legit win as it wasn't a blindside. I mean, that's possible, uh, but also, he said it 12 hours ago that he was doing this. Um, IG King saying, Lashley saying, ring the and bell was badass. It was, and that's what I want. I don't want him to be afraid of anybody. He was just being smart. I don't think he was being scared. His knee was hurt. It reminded me a lot of, I don't know if any of you have seen, I think it was maybe Guilty as Charged, 01. Uh, but when Sandman won the title, he came, like Rhino came and beat the shit out of him. I mean, real bad. And he wanted a match. I think he threatened Sandman's wife. And Sandman is just face down, dead. And Rhino said he was going to beat up his wife if he didn't. Give him a match. And Saman just goes, ring the fucking bell. <laughs> it was so good. It was so I also, good.
1: Yeah. And then with this with this match, I also like that Bobby Lashley it wasn't necessarily... I thought that they were just going to have them, you know, essentially win in a way where it's like, okay, he won because it was, you know, due to Bobby Lashley knee. So I thought they were going to go straight for it. But the fact that they actually didn't have Bobby Lashley lose in a way that was so dominating, yes. uh, I thought that that, you know, also protected Bobby Lashley in a way. So I did like that they, you know, had Bobby Lashley kind of have the upper hand in the beginning of this. And again, that's why I was worried too. I was like, oh my God, they're probably not going to, you know, again, I was not completely convinced. To me,
0: uh, you got to have some of these heels that are convincing, that are so good that you want to see them lose. Not just all chicken shit heels. Uh, Sean Blanford says the optimist in me wishes a long biggie title rings. He truly deserves it. The realist knows this is nothing more than a ratings pop and big Bob will be the champ again. at extreme big rules. Bob.
1: I was about to big say, Bob. It was Bob. I forgot. Dude. On one of my tweets, I called Bobby Bobbly. I put an L for some reason. Bobbly Lashley. It just happened. Yeah,
0: Bobbly Lashley. Do Bob-ly. you ever, do you ever accidentally misspell it as booby Lashley?
1: No, it was Bobbly. Bobly Lashley. Bobbly Lashley.
0: Uh, John Gorman says, "Happy for Biggie. Who does he feud with next?" Thank you for your hard work, SRS. Being subscribed to Fightful Select continues to be a great investment. Yes, guys, please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We have 4,200 subscribers. I cannot tell you how important that is. Uh, Jimmy Van has a goal of 5,000. That
1: you think you'll be there by the end of the year. I think. I hope like, so.
0: I mean, at the end the of every month, going. at the end of every month, I freak out and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we're losing hundreds because of cancellations." At the end of the month, that's always happens.
1: But they and come back, keep, right? Keep,
0: eventually, because somehow I keep breaking giant news at the beginning of every month. But uh, please subscribe to that, guys. I, there's exclusive news there every day, and there's a show there every day. So check it out. Who do you think uh, Lash or Big E yeah. will feud with next? I hear me out. If he doesn't switch brands, I think it should be heel Drew McIntyre.
1: Oh, well, he's been going down that path, so probably yeah. that would be a good one there. Uh, I'll stick with my Randy Orton one for now.
0: Aaron says, real talk, I'll be a little disappointed if now E is champion, we don't get to see him in a fine suit. You know, he'd look good. Oh, I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. Stephen Jenkins says, just wanted to say I'm thankful for everything you both do and the hard work you put in covering pro wrestling. Congrats to Big E. Very deserving. Well, it's very easy to cover pro wrestling. Even when it's bad, I'd rather do nothing else than that's talk about true. pro wrestling.
1: I've had worse jobs.
0: Yeah, I'll have people that are like, you don't even like WWE. Why didn't you cover it? Well, I like pro wrestling, and I want it to be good. And you know what? I'm real fucking good at my job. So that's why I cover it. Matt James says, I thought Big E was going to swerve everyone. And he's going to use the briefcase to claim the vacant NXT title. Oh, no.
1: Oh, for a second. I know I wasn't thinking he was going to swerve people, but I thought for a second that what if he popped in on Tuesday and did something there? I did think that for a split second.
0: Yep. Isaac says, I believe this is the first time uh in history in WWE history that a male world title has changed from one african-american to another it seems like it a lot of people uh have brought that up and i mean it shows I can't you think
1: of another periods of another yeah i, I don't know and WWE has like made it.
0: they've made great efforts for inclusivity I, I love it Bezos says from u.s champ and ic champ respectively earlier in this year to back-to-back WWE champions black excellence at its finest Hashtag black wrestling draws. Also, I should just throw in personally. Hashtag Christian Cage is a coward. Christian Cage ducked Big E earlier this year. He signed with AEW to avoid wrestling Big E, and now look what happened. Christian Cage lost his world title match. Big E won his. Cowards get what cowards deserve. Nerd Guru said, just had a terrible thought. and Cross is going to beat Big E for the title of the week Survivor Series. They love no. doing that shit. No, I don't, no, think, I don't so. think
1: so. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. It, no, it would not be good. No,
0: Connor Delaney brings up that both Money in the Bank winners won their separate titles on Raw. Nikki and Big E. Yeah, um, I, I do miss having a long term Money in the Bank holder. Though I wish they would do that a little bit more. Waffle I, like Box.
1: It, I like it when I get like, I know this is, this is, it's been a very long time, but I, you know, growing up, I used yeah. to like it when I forgot that somebody had the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. And it was always like that big surprise where it's like, Oh my God, they really did come in.
2: Well,
0: unfortunately, WWE would beat them so much that you would forget that they were worth anything, but eh. Waffle Box says was this a knee jerk reaction to get ratings? Maybe, but who cares? An awesome man got what he deserved tonight. Let's celebrate. I, you know what? I completely agree. Uh, when Booker T won his first WCW title, I was like, you know what? Is it a knee-jerk reaction? Hulk Hogan not wanting to do business? Yes, it is. Do I give a shit? Nope. Because Biggie or Booker T was champion. Biggie is champion now. People get what they deserve uh, in those two situations and two guys that have worked really hard for a really long time and overcame a lot, uh, got something special. T Max says, love that Biggie won the championship, but the presentation was trash. They went to a commercial break right after the cash-in, killed the momentum. You're with us right there, T-Mac. I completely agree. Um, I I do agree with maybe the fact that it wasn't such a blindsiding, but we'll talk more about that. Uh, Reminder, guys, we have shows all week, post-NXT show, uh, Listen your Boy on Wednesday, the post-AEW show Wednesday, the Distraction on Thursday, and post-Smackdown on Friday. Andrew Lolovar says, the only thing I hated about Big E's win is he didn't bring up Lashley destroying Kofi and Woods in the opening segment and wanting payback. He sh- This should have happened, Denise. Absolutely yeah. should have happened.
1: Yeah, I mentioned this earlier. They should have planted seeds for a while for that so that at least people could have that to sort of, you know, tie that back to. It, it was an easy story to tell and an easy way to connect the dots, even having him, you know, obviously on that SmackDown roster.
0: Matt James says to the previous message from person from color to color getting the title. Do we count when rock beat Booker T for the WCW belt? Well, I mean, if you're talking about world championships in general, yes, you absolutely should. And I mean, the rock's father is a black man. So yes, but I think people specifically mean the WWE title and voodoo child wraps us up with a very, very important super chat. You want your five-star matches. You want your 30 minute classics. Not me. Big meaty men slapping meat. That's what I want to see.
1: Send more super chats. I need 10 more minutes.
0: Mm, well, let's I not- need
1: 10 minutes of super chats, people.
0: We we might adjust it. We might adjust it, Denise. Just just for you because you worked so hard. But tell the people where they can find you, Denise.
1: YouTube.com/slash Denise Salcedo. I'm so close to that 50k mark, almost there please go there uh, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I'm super close to hitting 40 K on Twitter. Go follow me there. Uh, I'm going to be very, very, there's going to be a lot going on this week. So if you want to follow that, you definitely can.
0: We have uh, so many interviews that are going up on fightful this week, guys. So check it out. Um, check out twitch.tv slash fightful gaming, all kinds of cool stuff going on over there. But most importantly, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I promise it's worth it. You know, we're just casually being like, hey, guys, guys! by the way, Johnny Gargano's contract is up. Kevin Owens' contract is up. Pete Dunn's contract is up. Pete Dunn got offered a new contract. Adam Cole's leaving. WWE. You know, just normal stuff. Just normal stuff, Denise.
1: Sean, what happened to your hair this stream? You, uh, When I tuned in, you were like combing it, and now look at you. It's a mess. It's
0: a real mess. But here we are. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out.